0: People, and when I get nervous, I walk, and usually I speak too quickly. So, if you don't understand anything, just keep to yourself and pretend you did. I'd be very, very careful I mean, who you talk to you about
1: that because the person who wrote that is dangerous. I think we're just saying welcome to the podcast now. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> no,
0: because. Uh, be, yeah uh, welcome, to the like, welcome to the conversation let's because it had to it, well we, it had to have a name
1: it, uh, it doesn't it, it, it's a podcast we're having a conversation okay. I'm Michael Blevins I'm here with Mark Twight and I'm here with my good friend Berkey from Station 515 in Detroit um, hello Chris Berkey Pyle <laughs> thank you for coming <laughs> it's my pleasure
0: my so um, awesome. we were just talking about what a good bench press is, and so <laughs> like I'd like That's, to kick off the topic. Wait, of fitness. wait, wait, wait! You're giving oh.
1: people the wrong idea. <laughs> oh, You're wait, giving what? them the idea that we talk about fitness before we press record. Oh. But then when we press record, we, we never we talk never about talk fitness. about fitness. No. Okay,
0: <laughs>
1: I take that all back. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's an interesting question about the standard of something, and Berkey had a really good reference point um, when somebody asked about what a good bench press is.
2: Someone asked what a good bench press
1: was and I
2: told them that my friend Barzine just told me well, he just bench pressed nine sixty five in a competition. Mm. And that's a good number. But the individual
1: <laughs> who asked me had just bench pressed sixty five pounds. We're gonna get comments that are like, what? I <laughs> say, and then you don't understand yeah. that Barzine is four hundred pounds yeah, and 6'8", yeah. eight and he's yeah. in a four pipe yeah. canvas bench pressing suit. Yeah, oh like, yeah. I mean yeah.
2: but <clears throat> that's the thing. Like
1: a, What's a good
2: bench? What's a good anything compared to what and why?
1: And I don't think I've seen him go longer than like a month or two without
0: tearing his back. Correct, because <laughs> that's what that sort of well, effort requires, and that's what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so on the on the um, the scale of great, good, shitty, and sucks, if <laughs> that's a good bench press, what's a great one? <laughs> we'll never know. Nine sixty six. Nine sixty okay. six. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Okay. not tearing your back. Yeah. yeah. I, so.
1: Berkey, you happen to be one of my favorite people for one specific reason. When we get into discussions, it generally, um, you are a very good, um, purveyor of human effort in psychology. Like you were able...
0: Purveyor, you mean he's peddling human effort? <laughs> he's selling it? He's uh, a... purveyor, like, uh, hmm. scouting it. Like a purveyor. A surveyor.
1: Hmm... I'll I can't help you on this works. Yeah. I want it, to stick by purveyor. I think okay. I'm right on this one. Okay.
0: I could be wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to look it up right now because okay. i would have to put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: don't exist. <clears throat> look it up in the thing that doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Better than the other thing. Well, so you, your commentary, when you have these experiences in coaching people and your own experiences in a, a controlled environment like a gym, you tend to come out with the most eloquent, Examples of basic human nature, and based on that, we all a have a very good laugh at whatever happened. <laughs> and one comes to mind specifically um, that I'm going to mention now because it's always in the back of my head, and I know Mark knows exactly which one I'm talking about. When you facilitated um, an all-out minute on an air bike of some sort to one of your tortureries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And that was a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that was uh, Recipient. Yeah. 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 The, the award exactly. winner. The we'll award, call an award winner.
1: Um, <laughs> they got second place, I take it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in this minute, um, apparently five to three seconds before the minute was up, this individual in question stopped pedaling. And um, although they gave a great effort, they quit before the time was up. And then you had some confrontation. Do you want to finish it, this story for it, me? I,
2: in my defense, it wasn't even me. Oh, uh, okay.
1: It was a client of mine. And I,
2: I yelled at the client and I asked him, what what are you doing? Why did you quit? It's two <laughs> seconds left. It was two seconds. His response is, what was I supposed to do with two seconds? And a third party, a woman I was training, stood behind him and said, I don't know, not fucking quit. <laughs> And that's all, folks. And <laughs> lesson, lesson over. Well, it was an amazing moment because we looked at each other and it was just like, you failed. I don't
1: care what the number was. Yeah, You didn't do the test. So what's a good number for an <laughs> <laughs> And this brings us kind of right back down to the standard is like, a good standard is the best that you can do at any given moment. Exactly. The good standard is...
2: <laughs> I mean, it's achieving the task. And so now we have to ask about the task. We have to ask about why you are here in the first place. And so, you know, this came up in a previous conversation, but if someone comes into a fitness scenario wanting to, and says they want to be 20 pounds lighter, Mm. an easy answer is cut your leg off. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no that's only if they come in and say they want to be 20 or 30 pounds lighter and they are willing to do whatever it, whatever takes. it takes correct yeah. <laughs> that would be the thing that would put them in the self amputation yes sort of category yeah <laughs> because no one's willing to do whatever it takes right because Thank they God. weren't willing to right. do um, th- they weren't unwilling to put themselves in the position where they needed to lose 30 pounds beautiful well this is a language problem too
1: oh yeah and, and, and
0: one of the problems well
1: it, just like our imagery has mm-hmm. to be high contrast ultra like um, beyond what colors look like in real life like all this hyper and all this other stuff our language is getting Ex-pro to the same point two right? Filter. Yeah, filter yeah, yeah our language is becoming the same where nobody um, no one will take us seriously unless we emphatically uh, add adverbs or things that add to the language that make it almost unrealistic. The superlatives. Yeah, Yeah. well,
2: I I had a discussion with someone about how far do you think you could get if you refuse to use hyperbole? If you showed up at a a
1: job interview, they asked you, why do you want this job? Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) A person who purveys, provides, or supplies... (laughs) <laughs> I stand by my purveyor Okay. I so,
0: oh. mean, fucking looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, nagging at him. I could it, tell. It was because yeah. I, it I was thinking mean. I
1: got it mistaken with something, but I was like, yeah. I've used it somewhere, and I know that was correct because I had to look it up then. <laughs> yeah, I don't have this natural instinct for grammar. I have no. to like look up every last word, which is really annoying. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Continue. Sorry I interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you probably can't because that's how it usually goes. <laughs> Completely. But no, like the, the
2: idea of we, we all approach a situation with our own expectations. Mm. And so then we're trying to be what we think the other person wants us to be. And so the joke became like, okay, what if you were to just flatly, honestly explain what you were willing to do, what you were not willing to do, what you wanted, etc., without Fluff without over explanation. So when someone tells me what they're willing to do, generally speaking, um, from a job, uh, from a boss perspective, if Mm -hmm. someone comes in and they're like, oh, I'm willing to work this many hours. The first thing is you're probably lying to me. That's (laughs) what you think I want to hear. And so I'm going to take 20% off that. Mm -hmm. Whatever you tell me your GPA was, it's five points below that. Like, it's like the whole idea... Minus one. <laughs> the, the idea is that like, we're so used to everyone over-exaggerating hmm. that we then course correct. And so whenever someone tells
1: you something, you're like, okay, I'm going to believe half of that.
0: You put a modifier on it because, b- because that's, the, that's the custom. Right, For right. sure. Well, yeah.
1: because so every picture that I upload, I have to add a filter to right. enhance every story I hear. I have to add a filter that un enhances. well
2: uh, yes exactly but and then so as a result in order to be noticed you need to put two filters on your photo because now you're above and beyond everyone else who's already only
1: using one so you're 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 walking a really tight line on two very dangerous categories one we're talking about identity which right. is a a large wormhole and the other one is also equally uh imposing and we're talking about honesty yeah um I think the honesty road is where I would go with this because I think that's kind of where you're, you're heading towards. Like when you explain okay. something, like when somebody comes to you to either enter your gym or explain who they are or give you some kind of synopsis as to the person that you're about to interact with, it's usually in hyperbole, right? Right. And it's rare that you meet somebody that is able to do, especially um, like if it was a resume that mm-hmm. they built, um, that would be able to do exactly what they write they can do. But that's kinda of what we all expect, right? That's what we're taught
2: that's what we're taught to believe to expect. But reality has in general shown us that no one will ever actually perform the way they expl- the way that they say they will.
1: Right, because I wasn't a janitor, I was a custodian of repair <laughs> or whatever the Cleanliness organization. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know whatever the, yeah. the adjectives and adverbs. Chief, that go into Chief that. cleanliness officer. Yeah, yeah, something, something to that effect. We, we all, there's this idea that we can't be honest. Right. Um. Our our, well, our profile names need to be almost disingenuous. And, as
2: and, well. and in a sense, it's it's self fulfilling because if the the idea was if you went and did all your job interviews, mm. but you never exaggerated anything, everyone would take what you actually could do, cut it in half, and think that you're some asshole. Um, right.
0: Because the, because the standard, is, they're, they're, they're so used to looking at the, the exaggeration. Yeah. The it's uh, embellishment. The, the person who puts the best possible spin on, you know. Yeah. I didn't lose. I was 39th. <laughs> when, when,
2: you know, when, you, or, when you start honestly, people will almost immediately cut you in half because they're not used to someone starting from an honest place. So they think your honesty is your exaggeration. Oh, right, right, right. And so it becomes really hard and a huge waste of time. And you don't get a job.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like if you don't lie on your resume, you don't get a job. Right. But, the, but the flip side of that for me is always like, well, you, I'll give you the job based on what you say that you can do and then you're going to be unable to do it and then I'm going to be disappointed with my investment and then well, you know, and then you're going to put me in a bad position because I have to fire you. Yeah. And then <laughs> now investment is, is interesting because like from the
2: uh, perspective of the boss it's more expensive for me to try and decode lies than it is to deal with you know, an honest <laughs> assessment. And so it's like, hey, if yeah. this is what you're bringing to the table, you are welcome and I will teach you what you don't know because I can take you as at your word.
1: I would have to agree with that 100% based on the fact of just uh, not even from a hiring perspective, right. from, from a working with a clientele perspective. Yes. I would 100% of the time rather take somebody that says, you know, hey, I like to steal shit. I'm not good before 10 a.m. I have, you know, a sweet tooth. Uh, These are my vices. Work with me on that. right? And I'd be like, okay, like we're dealing with cocaine and booze and all this stuff. I can always work with the person that can reflect accurately. I can't with the person that is like full of, um, I don't know, fitness memes and (laughs) fitspo quotes of like 110%. Fail is not an option. Like, whatever the fucking hyperbole is. We're really going to talk about fitness? No. I was just making fun (laughs) of the fitness people. Uh, Well, because
2: on that, if we are, if you take it to that
0: point... It has happened once or
2: twice. Once (laughs) or
0: twice. So the precedent exists.
1: The the idea is... Wait, wait. Actually, now that that guy gave us a bad review for not talking about fitness, <laughs> yes. oh, we let's do nothing but talk about fitness. <laughs> no, no,
0: no cuz we're no and this is actually in perfect response to disappointed dad bod. Um, <laughs> which was his handle, which oh. is like, why don't you just use your real name? Like, well, what's what's the what's the problem? But um it's Dad Bod but, daryl 27. Yeah. Yeah, or something and and um <laughs> I but, haven't seen it yet. But, but the funny thing there is, like, the implication was, oh, they claim to be, you know, have a thinking man's sort of perspective on fitness, and that's what I was hoping to hear. Oh, well, how's it feel to have your hopes dashed? <laughs> because, because that's a lot like life, isn't it? Well, you know, you didn't get everything else you wanted either, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I mean, I'm just... <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'll, I'll just take that back to fitness is that, you know, <laughs> uh, not everyone gets what they want Yeah, in the gym yeah ever well <laughs> yeah yeah and wow well in, in any case like uh <laughs> i'm just, just, no, just disappointed <laughs> i i mean we don't need dad bod i mean i already own disappointeddad.com. dad oh. i think or net or something me <laughs> dot me i don't know dot me too yeah <laughs>
1: Oh, let's not go back to that. That, <laughs> that, that joke was so last episode. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, it was an inside joke and that there was probably some innuendo that went along with it oh, as well. Sure. Yeah. Right. I'm just pulling some words out of the review.
2: Oh, Scott. So, gotcha.
0: <laughs> so we are talking, we can talk about fitness. Okay. It's, it's okay. okay. Yeah. If it's okay. Well. Yeah, it's not banned. It's see, not, fitness is not a banned word or concept. <laughs> well, because in, in that sense,
2: if I have to spend half my time with a client decoding what they said decoding what they will actually do versus what they told me they would do. um, That is less time that we can actually start working on fixing the problem. And I, (laughs) I don't sleep enough. And so I would (laughs) rather sleep than try and decode all the crap that people tell me. And so if a client comes to me and says, like you said, uh, I'm no good before 10 AM. I like sugary foods. I'm not going to foam roll at home. Uh, this is what I want, and these. This is what I'm willing to pay. At least they're fucking honest, right. and that gives me something to work with. And we can. And if I. And if it's. I'm like, you cannot get that for what uh, you're willing to pay. Well, this it's is budget.
1: I get this all the like. This is a very common thing when when working specifically with people's nutrition that right. need to you know reach a goal, or you're trying to modify them in a way um, for their benefit. True. Um, they ask for it, mm-hmm. yet very few people are honest about what they eat and is the easiest thing to be honest about. Like there is no, okay. So if I say I'm a hard worker, okay, that, that, that's kind of like, that's a general statement. And it's really up to your perspective and the perception of what hard work is. And not just like drop on compared to what? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. It's esoteric to, to a point to say I work hard. Yeah, Mm. everybody does. Sure. Um, in a nutrition circumstance, you either ate the handful of M&Ms or you fucking didn't. And most times people will change what actually happened. And that that becomes a, like we try to get up front when we work uh, with nutritional clients up front and just like take the skeletons out of the closet yeah. right to the get-go to let them know like, hey, just so you know, like it's okay to put chicken nuggets on there. Like we're not going to make fun of you. I mean, we'll probably have a good laugh and then also do the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I cleared off my kids macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets too. And then I ate a quarter of a hot dog and I dipped it in sauerkraut and whatever the fuck. Yeah. Because we're all pigs when it comes down to it. We just shove food that looks good into our faces. The honesty part of that is really interesting because at first I didn't know how to deal with it because I, I was a little bit. uh, What do they call this? Extreme honesty, right? (laughs) Thing where where like they were dishonest, so I would try to make up for it by being extremely honest. So they would put like, I had twelve cranberries in my salad, and I would say, "You're a fucking liar," right? Because your body doesn't reflect what you have on paper. (laughs) That didn't work. Shockingly, (laughs) (laughs) that is not that is not entirely productive now. It was entertaining. <laughs> I think I'll say that back, much.
2: Back, back to what is the goal here? Yeah,
0: in, entertainment. To, uh, mine this.
1: was to trim those who didn't want to work with me out of the equation, and now they removed themselves from the equation, and I got exactly what I wanted, which was no clients. Uh, to do I for. mean,
0: that's, a, that's actually a, a pretty fascinating concept. It could be applied, you know, to the nutrition thing or fitness, you know, whichever. But somebody coming and saying, "I want to make these changes in my life." That means that that implies that they already, you know, ran through an honest assessment of themselves and where they are and why that is dysfunctional, either psychologically or physically. And that rarely happens. In most cases, when someone comes in and says, I want to change my diet, that assessment hasn't happened. Either that or they have deluded themselves utterly to think Mm -hmm. that, you know, Vienna sausages are um, (laughs) dipped in macaroni (laughs) and cheese and then slathered with... Sour cream, not sauerkraut. Um, like that, that you know, that analysis hadn't hadn't been made, and but but we operate. But if we when we hear it, because we have been through the process that you know several times that requires sort of unsentimental self assessment right. of, of of current condition because. If I don't know where I am and what I'm doing and how I, you know, essentially got to this place, there's no way that I could make a change from that to go somewhere else. Well,
1: the first of all, I think you're shaming me for putting sauerkraut on my hot dog, but I'm just trying to (laughs) Germanic the fuck out of my hot dog because I don't want to pay for brats. (laughs) They're way too expensive (laughs) these days.
0: So you were actually—that was actually you that cleaned up the chicken nugget and the hot dog and the. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I would. I have had. Let's
1: say, let me do uh, chicken nuggets. I've had all the items that I was talking about in the past four days. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hence, they were well, right in front of the, right, which the is, list of yeah, things yeah, yeah. in your memory. Well, yeah. and it tends I mean, to always be toddler and, foods, yeah. right? And no judgment there, because well, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I prefer to call them Mexi fries, but because um, they come from taco time, but most people would know them as tater <laughs> tots. <is>, yeah. Sinsack <laughs> yeah. ones with chili powder on them. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Well, no, exactly but, what those uh, are.
2: On that note, though, the, the self-awareness note, the, the first question we ask anyone who steps into the gym for their assessment, which is precursor to any sort of training, is they come in and meet with us. And the first question is, why <laughs> do you think
1: you need a gym?
2: And then we listen.
1: Uh, does that get confusing for people that might not know so you? So confusing. Okay. <laughs> it, I usually get a blank stare. Yeah, okay.
2: And then the question is like, well, what, what about your life? has led you to think that you need to work out
0: because yeah why do you need to change your diet yeah
2: because this like this needs to be someone needs to believe in this to actually deal with the fucking discomfort that it causes and like (laughs) what are you talking about shame and just all the other horrors that we put ourselves through the idea is is like you have to believe it's for a reason And what most people are looking for is someone else to give them a reason, so they don't have to think about it. And then if it doesn't work, it's the trainer's fault or it's someone else's fault, and then they can go to another place, pay the money, and do it again.
0: Hmm. And so and have it also be someone someone else's else's fault fault when it doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, and then pretty you know you go through enough of that, and you end up at that gym with the purple and yellow uh, colors and the pizza day. Yeah, yeah, massage (laughs) chairs, bagel morning. Like I love it here. I, this is fantastic. It's, they just enable the <laughs> fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they love me for me. Exactly. Uh, which is and there's no one in here who makes me feel uncomfortable.
2: Cash cow yes. is someone who oh, yeah, shows cow- up on Bagel Day and gives you know whatever their monthly fee forever <laughs> and
1: feels fitter because they have a
2: little thing on their key fob.
1: I, and there is an interesting thing about like the. Uh, The fact that those bigger gyms how how they make money is off like has to be off of human nature. They they're they're making a bet off of human nature. The Mm -hmm. fact that most people want to do the good thing and take care of themselves and do self upgrades or like whatever the fuck you want to call fitness at a big box gym, but they also are hedging their bet. The fact that ninety nine percent of the people that buy or or have a reoccurring monthly payment will not show up. It
2: it takes twenty minutes to sign a three year contract. Like, that's Um, awesome. Yeah, I forgot you used to work for one of those places. It takes 20 minutes to sign a three-year contract where you have to give them your bank account number for (laughs) electronic withdrawal. That's it.
0: And if you got that down to 15 minutes, think of how many of more how people many you would five see. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Do do an app where you yeah. can use your thumbprint in the middle of the, th- of the night. They walk through the door them. with their phone and you have their bank account info. Yeah. And, and this
1: is this is where I get, I mean, this is my cynicism of the fitness industry because I think most people are trying to make a living like that. They're trying yeah. to like, what's the best way? Reoccurring payments that are small enough that people won't notice. Yep. And that's how all, there's very few people that are like, what can I give the world that's really valuable? Like, what what kind of work can I do where a lot of people could benefit? Whether that's art, whether that's um, information, whether that's science, whatever it is, there's that is that's a limited resource now. I, where people are thinking in terms of my work is important. I want to share that with people and be reimbursed for my efforts.
2: I don't take reoccurring payments because I want it to be uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for me to ask to have people to ask, to ask people yeah. for money. And back to our previous conversation, I also note the people who I have to ask for
1: money versus the people who on the first of the month goes, hey, can I pay you? So I don't know if you've noticed, but when people pay us, not only do we not do reoccurring payments, we don't let them, we don't Save let them to the, the, credit the store card without a password and then going through some fucking puzzle. So, I actually have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you are a recipient of the raise issue two. So you yes. went through... <laughs> our little whatever that was. But it, it, it goes back to
2: that discussion though of like, why are you here? And the thing is, is if you're here to have someone else tell you things, hmm. you're it's going to be really hard for you to carry this on your own. It's going to be, you're going to be an expensive student, <laughs> which is fair, Yeah, but I want to know that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And if the, the more it's someone else's idea, the easier it's going to be to give them the tools to help and so we will often post those questions. Like, again, the, the idea of the, the person who says they're willing to do anything mm-hmm. to lose 20 pounds. Cut your fucking leg off. Well, well I didn't mean that. Like, I, I meant 20 pounds of fat. You know what I meant. I was like, no, I'm not going to make any assumptions about you right now. <laughs> so you want to lose 20 pounds of only fat. It's like, well, I, well ju- lipo-suction. I, I, I
0: recommended that you cut your leg yeah. off because I see your legs.
1: <laughs> they're fat. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're mostly fat. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> at that point, and you haven't used them up until this point. Otherwise, you wouldn't be well, fat. At, <laughs> at that point, get liposuction.
2: Ah, okay. You know, if you're talking about personal training, mm-hmm. you know, and let's say you're going you know, to spend $500 a month. Some people, some people it's a hundred dollars. Some people it's two, Whatever okay let's say you do personal training for a year at five hundred dollars a month you spent six thousand dollars this year how much liposuction do you think you can get for six thousand dollars why don't you just do that do God, they, do they offer it two by two the pound for, I, think it's <laughs> I, like, I don't know
1: you could probably get a two for one deal a, yeah. yeah well and and so you probably
2: have a fat friend <laughs> well and so then the question comes like well that's cheating okay uh. wait Okay, wait, you want to lose 20 pounds of only fat and you think liposuction is cheating. What would not be cheating to you then? Uh, Where did the morality come
1: from? Well, where does it come from? I don't know, but
2: when I suggest liposuction to potential clients, they usually
1: roll their eyes at me and they tell me that's not what they're talking about. (sighs) I I just have this picture in my head of Berkey who's like having, even going to the trouble of going and getting like the trifold pamphlets for a local surgery center and being like, Maybe this is more in your, <laughs> yeah, well, the the thing is is the, you know
2: our assessment, it's an hour long. it's free. It's mostly discussion. Mm-hmm. And I am uninvested at this point, right? It's costing me one hour. And so the most thing I want to do is I either want this person to understand what we do and if we can be a good match for each other. That's how it's pitched. this mm. This assessment process has nothing to do with your fitness level. It has to do with whether or not we're going to be able to help each other.
1: What what are you mostly trying to get out of the hour? Cuz cuz you're obviously giving some like some some really good harsh cynicism in return probably of honest questions and maybe some dishonest self-assessment. Yeah, what but th- there's ask? usually okay. laughter. There's you okay. we usually have fun
2: with it. Okay. Um I want someone to understand what my gym is about and what what I'm looking to do. What interests me about fitnessing and you can't just straight up be like i want to fuck with people in this space <laughs> I, no, that usually gets said that usually oh, okay, does okay. get said yeah. uh, I tell, i'm pretty open about that well w- there is a discussion that i am going to lie to them mm. and i need them to believe me okay um I, i'm going to try and is it, it, you get their tacit agreement mm-hmm. and because they think it's funny and they think i'm joking at the time but <laughs> i'm not but they don't need to know that part they still agreed but the idea is um At that moment, I want someone. I want to understand
0: if someone's taking this seriously, Mm. because or has gone uh, has done the prerequisite uh, thinking on their uh, on their own already, in order to um, to 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 arrive at the point where they are doing the one hour assessment. Yeah. So the one hour assessment, the the website is
2: intentionally cumbersome and a little slow Mm -hmm. to get to the one hour to get to the point where you apply for the assessment. Um, And I had a few tech guys like, oh, you need to page load like that. This takes too long. And I was like, if someone's not willing to wait 15 seconds right now, I'm not
1: willing to give them an hour of my time. You know what the average is? Huh? Seven seconds. Yeah. Someone will wait for seven seconds before they give up on a page load. And they will. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Well, and that's the thing is because it's still an hour of my life that I'm giving up. And so even if this person has yet to, you know, they've read enough or looked through enough, or been told by enough people who already train at my space. <laughs> Is there any
1: way just for my site, it could be a dial-up connection? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they, that they have gotten this far where they sent the email, the email then I respond to them. And I'm like, okay, now we need to schedule something. So there's uh, intentionally a few back and forth things mm-hmm. to weed people out because it's really easy to send an email. Uh, It's something I was taught a long time ago. (laughs) Uh, It's really easy to send an email. It's really easy to throw it in the garbage. Uh, And then it's like, oh, we don't have to deal with each other anymore. That's great. Um, (laughs) It's even
0: easier not to answer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, And so by the time we have made it to the assessment, if they have not yet thought of these questions, I need them to understand that this is going to be as big a part of this process as the weights we lift. And as the bikes we ride and as everything else is going to be having these discussions and in thinking about these things and thinking about how these things affect and about how the work in turn affects your thought process on discomfort, on personal views, on morality as far as what's considered cheating and what's not. On why are you doing this? Because what's way easier than doing a thing is not doing a thing. And we live in a world where you cannot do all sorts of things and, and still
1: get by. And get by. Yeah. was that John Mulaney stand-up is like it is one hundred percent easier <laughs> to, to cancel to planets. not do a thing. <laughs> so I am shocked that anybody is here tonight because you did something one hundred percent harder than not doing yeah, a thing. Yeah, you could have stayed home, and I can't <laughs> believe you did. Well, what what I just I think I pinpointed a big difference between people I like in this business and people that I don't, and it's their... It's not their, um, it's not a, a misanthropic view of the world necessarily. It's not like a hatred for humans, but it is a. it is an acceptance that most of human nature is going to be bad unless it's directed towards the good part where humans can excel and become these capable things that you admire. And that's like, the whole difference is, in a fitness industry, generally they look at it the exact opposite that everybody is capable and everybody has an opportunity. We want to like feed them the thing that they feel good about. I'm sorry, sorry. Everybody
0: with a bank account is capable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. Uh, That's what you. Yeah, yeah. I, perfect. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for <laughs> picking up on that slight <laughs> mistake. <laughs> as far as human nature goes, like I'm, we're
2: sitting in an air conditioned room yeah. at tables and chairs wearing clothes. We just had lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's because we're the end result of an amazingly adaptive laziness Mm -hmm. like everything up until the point where we're standing is how can we get by with less how can we how can we get
1: get by with doing less with doing less how can we get more with less effort which is a phenomenal like evolutionary thing Uh, that helped us 100 percent.
2: When I catch myself being an asshole, uh, you know, be, just you being, being a, a lazy, being That's a so lazy asshole. asshole. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Specifically. Yes. I, on one level, it's like, I'm not really mad because like, there's, I can't help myself. <laughs> <you> know,
1: genetically
2: <laughs> just, determined to be like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that what we do is we try and fight off the worse effects of of what got us this far, of that natural
0: quest, mm. yeah, unconscious quest for efficiency. It's efficiency, yeah, say
2: yeah. Eat, fuck, sleep, period.
0: Yeah, and if we can, yeah.
2: and if we could do all three at the same time, if I could
1: lay down while doing the eating and the fucking, even even better. better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and but <laughs> being fed while fucking, and, yeah. <laughs> <like that one. laughs> and but
2: yeah, and yeah. so the the idea of that that initial assessment is even if someone has yet to think about this. That way, that doesn't mean that they're incapable, or that they're unwilling, or even that they're uninterested. They just might have not might have not crossed their 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 mind, and that doesn't mean that we shouldn't talk to them. Right. It just means that if they want to keep talking to me, they need to recognize that this is
0: going to be part of the process, and it will be uncomfortable, and it not (laughs) unlike you know me asking you to pay each month or right you know yes I I mean I think creating those the, the the those Moments of discomfort, and not just because there's not enough oxygen, or the weight's too heavy, or blah blah blah. It's not. Yeah. It's not the the physical discomfort, but that. But that that, that dis discomfort um, is essentially you holding up a mirror. Yeah. You know, in whatever circumstances, whether it's a tough discussion, whether it's the the, the payment thing, whether it's the actual work, whether it's homework that yeah. you know gets assigned. It's it uh, it's. I mean, I I think one of the best ways that we, you know, have been able to foster uh, change or motivate change in the past has been um, to help people, you know, see themselves. Right. In an, you know, in an accurate way, in a way that potentially they had not seen before. And, you know, sometimes I, in myself, you know, some of the finest motivation is like, wow, I... I I just saw that. Yeah. Uh, It was just pointed out to me, and I would like that to be different than it is.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Some people will, um, uh, I guess, celebrate themselves for being able, uh, like a good judge of character Mm. or being able to call somebody's personality before it's been identified through action. I am not that person at all. I have been wrong so many times about people, just like, oh, that person's lazy. Ah, this person isn't going to do it. And I've been... I'm mortified sometimes to be like, I was totally wrong about that person and what they're capable of. And I like, I enjoy being wrong about that. I'll, I'll be like 100% honest. Um, I think that's the good part about being a <laughs> cynic in some sort right. is that you get surprised. And it's a good surprise when you're like, oh, there's a good human out of the like couple thousand <laughs> that I have to deal with on a daily basis or whatever it ends up being that illuminates that this thing that you can offer somebody, whether it's in the gym, whether it's whatever service you're providing, whatever work that you do, is that if you can interact with people like that and be surprised by somebody's human nature, I think it's well worth it. And that, uh, maybe that's what you're trying to do more of with your assessment is like get to that point quicker.
2: Get, get to that point quicker and also get to the, the understanding that the work we do in the gym is the easiest the simplest, the most boring part. So of. I shouldn't Instagram about it. <laughs> well, it,
0: well, no, that's exactly what social media is for. No. Yeah, to highlight highlight the easy parts. Yeah. Avocado toast.
1: <laughs> I'm at the pool. Man, this workout is brutal. Got Vegas, it. baby. Yeah, and it's just like you know. the, the You mean the Vegas nerve? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: okay, the the vagal vagal nerve. <laughs> Uh-oh. That also time. works for... Is it Vegas? I,
0: no, I, I think it's... A, well, we'll see. Is Vegas? I, uh, <laughs> it's not spelled the same way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Vegas struck a nerve with me. <laughs> um. But no, and so like the assessment, there is
2: physical movement. There is to see if someone is... Uh, how coachable someone is. Yeah. Um, you know, basic movement patterning. You know, see if there's any big things. But I'm not going to see anything that freaks me out or like it's just like i'm budgeting yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the the discussion of
1: catch this ball it hits him in the head yeah yeah. okay this is gonna be (laughs) the
2: the discussion about why they're in the gym and Mm -hmm. what they value is going to be much more um much more important and much uh more informative as to like how this is gonna go uh, we do group training, directed groups. So I don't, it's not an open class. It's not a drop-in. After the assessment, I tell someone, you can train it this time, this time, this time, this time, or privately. Uh, there's a selection of people that I already train where I say, your attitude will fit in with these people and potentially not with other people. Um, <laughs> there are people who... Plays well with others? <laughs> not that not <laughs> only that, because there, there are groups that can handle one
0: (laughs) loose cannon yeah or or one drag
2: yeah you know one person who is not emotionally on the same level as anyone else gets put into a group that is operating at a higher more uh aggressive or more organized level yeah uh oftentimes that person will rise occasionally uh they won't Occasionally, I get to the point where I'm not concerned whether they stay or whether they go. Mm-hmm. I'm more concerned of like, you're not going to hurt anyone else that is already under my care, and therefore you are going to catch up or you're going to leave.
0: And But if you put two people
2: who are a drag into a group... I, it, I made that mistake before. Okay. Uh, a, a large group I was training. Uh, three people left. Three new people came in who had similar schedules. And I thought this was, oh, great. So the... You know, just awesome. no, awesome. Loss, of no loss of revenue, <laughs> like my, my life continues in the habits that I'm accustomed to, Yeah, but watching those three people look at each other as the standard and that the two people who were training before were the outliers, uh, those three people decided they, they did not get any better. And it went on for a couple months before I realized that that was my mistake. And so I didn't know how to handle it. <laughs> And so I went, I, I got mean, and I started being very vocal uh, to a certain individual who was not working very hard
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, about why he was not getting any better. He was, uh, he was kind of, he, he, would, he would clown around a little bit. And on one level, my brain was like, well, I, he's my age. I can't tell him that his coping mechanisms are not as good as mine. Like, who am I to judge? And then I remember that he came to my house. I didn't come to his. I was just
0: about to say, yeah. And so I... My space, my judgment.
2: Yeah. And so I I had some pretty rough discussions with him. Um, And he ended up... Like, it ended up getting to the point where I said, you don't get any more fit by paying me money. Like, you're here to work. And he said, like, oh, well, if I do it this way, it'll be easier. And the response was, it would have been easier for you to stay home today. You you fucked up the moment you came through this door if your goal was to make today an easy day. And so next time, just don't come in. You know, I I
1: had a client once who I worked with for quite a while and there was one day and all it took was that simple statement right there of um, I want to do it the easy way. Mm -hmm. And it, it was like a relief to be like, oh, we're done. Yeah, Because after all this time, you obviously haven't identified that I am not that fucking person. <laughs> that, well, that I do things extremely more difficult than I have to because A, there's lessons intertwined with that. And for myself as well. True. Like This is not... If it was easy, and it is easy, like it's super easy to get lean and, and in shape. That is a very basic A, B, C equation. And everybody knows kind of how to go about that. The difficulties are where... like. When you make something arbitrarily more difficult like i don't know what it could like making a workout more psychological than physical right Uh, however you want to go about that or interpret that that's fine but there are ways to test yourself on a daily basis and those illuminate the real things that are interesting to me Mm -hmm. like seeing people react in bad scenarios it's difficult to come up with situations that are safe that allow you to have that you know uh view for just a second of how somebody responds under difficult circumstances but that illuminates all the lessons that can be learned from that and for somebody to take that away is essentially like uh give me the burger without the burger like give me the bread and the cheese or all the other bullshit. because yeah you can put it in your mouth and it fills your belly but it's not the substance that we get out of doing whatever this work is called
2: right and and so in 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 essence back to the assessment question Mm. the the point of the assessment and that initial discussion is to find out as cheaply as possible if that person is going to want to take the easy way out and then they don't have to come back (laughs) the Um, easiest way out the easiest way out is to never return and that (laughs) doesn't happen as often as I would think it would. Sure. And I think it's because of the barriers initially to get to the point where you set up the assessment.
1: I also think there's this thing that is, that is built in that a lot of people don't experience until they're uh, made to confront it. And it's this thing called shame.
2: Yes. Well, uh, it, again, I'm going to bring up a specific workout again, uh, 30, 30 push presses and overhead holds Oh yeah, yeah. are, uh, I do it as part of my assessment all the time. And the goal is to watch someone make a mistake and then have to live with it for, you know, four minutes.
1: Oh, you mean by picking heavier than 20 pounds? It <laughs> usually doesn't take 20 pounds. Okay. It's
2: usually pretty light. Um, and you know, the, it's put out, you know, it's again, it's as many reps as you can in 30 seconds, hold for 30 seconds. Mm. It's four rounds. The holds are more important. I don't even do a penalty for dropping your arms, mm. uh, on the, assessment on the day, actual workout yeah. uh, on that day. Uh-huh. And the question is, is just like, go for it. And I like, what are you, you know, and the, it's like, I, the goal of this part is to see how you respond.
0: Period.
1: I, li- I like all of this stuff to
0: see how you handle the glorious surprise <laughs> that, that comes yeah. involuntary and, palsy. Yeah. Are
2: are you going to be? Are you going to get mad at me? I've had clients who it's my fault when they're uncomfortable. I have clients oh. who get mad at themselves. I have clients who put their arms down at the initial discomfort and say like, "Oh my god, this is really hard." It's like, huh, yeah, that was actually the point. <laughs> Um, I have people who will grit their teeth and fight through it. I see people who will go on just mumbling, like swearing, just walking in circles mm. because they don't want to put their arms down because that's what they decided. And that, their their answers to the initial questions uh, and then how they respond to a test uh, that tests their uh, discomfort and how they handle making a mistake uh, under the eyes of someone else is what Lets me know which group they can fit in, mm. um, and again, if I put together a group of people who all put their arms down immediately and say, "Oh my God, this is really tough," that group is going to keep each other from getting better, because they're going to look around and say, "Well, I'm kind of in the middle of the pack here, and so I'm doing
1: okay."
0: So I do. I like, I'm putting them down at the same time as all these other people. Therefore, it's okay. <laughs> therefore, it's okay. Someone breaks the seal.
1: Yeah. Like I, I like this line of like considering what, what a gym environment is and how we select, because one of the big questions that's come up recently is like what are we selecting for? Right. Um, one of the things that, maybe I shouldn't be so public about it, um, is when we're, we're talking about you know releasing something that we've worked very hard on and we want people to appreciate it and we want a little bit of extra work that goes into that, one of our concerns is that we're just selecting people who have extra time on the fucking <laughs> internet. Like that—that's really like a concern of mine.
2: A dear friend of mine said that he did not get the magazine because he has a new daughter and does not have the time to follow links.
1: I, and this is this is the this is the exact thing that I yeah. like. I go like, we don't know the answer to this, yet. right? Um, but what what we do know is that some attention is better than none. Now, how complex will it get? I don't know. Right. Um, but that is something that we have to be very aware of because. In this selection process, we then build our environment. And do I want to be surrounded by a bunch of people that just work in a cubicle and have time to chase links? Like, are those the people that I'm going to invite into this place because they have access to our thing? And they're the ones that we're informing. I don't know. Like, it could be a mixture, and I'm just, like, generalizing what I imagine the population does at a cubicle
0: job. But you also imagine that there are, I don't know how this is even possible, but there are people who don't (laughs) listen to podcasts. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and, so, yeah. and so, if you don't listen to the podcast, you can't get the URL clue. And if you don't get that clue, then there's no reason to, you know, even if you accidentally stumble on it. You know, yeah. It, it, it's. So, the, this idea of like, oh, it's a clever little thing. And we've, you know, clearly outsmarted ourselves because the, and, and, and this is um, because we don't honestly, we don't know. We, we're making assumptions mm. about who's um, discovering these things. And then saying, "Oh well, if you just got through this sort of crucible or whatever, and uh, which wasn't even physical, it was just like a wild goose chase um, or an Easter egg hunt, uh, and 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 bought the shirt. Well, now you're an exclusive, you know, member of an exclusive club where we share, you know, podcasts that you don't go out to the public and articles that get written that we don't, want, you know, that that are for those people. But it's just, it was this sort of arbitrary, um, d- you know, d- decision and game. Yeah, um, and then." You know, maybe we should just, you know, open it up. I, so then ne- go crazy. The next one will for yeah. sure be a physical
1: requirement. Right. Um, <laughs> find the thumb drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it for sure will. And a, mostly because this is entertaining, but not to take away from what you're talking about. We're talking about uh, selecting for a group and then that group makes the environment. That environment needs to be a certain thing. Right. Um, w- What I am seeing more often is that we're, we're adi- identifying very basic, like, personality traits in people. Mm-hmm. A, so uh, it's in most, I forgot what the branch of psychology does this, but whatever. There, there's three that are, pretty much everybody falls into some spectrum of this, where you're like a childlike personality, where essentially um, everything that your actions are okayed. And the external world is not okay. So transgressions that happen to you are always the external world, not your fault. So this this allows people to fall into like that class A narcissism thing. Right. And then the opposite of that spectrum is a parent personality, which is they look at the world as the external world is okay. The problem is internal. They're always messing up. They're the mm-hmm. nurturing one that always needs to make things better. Um, and that's that other classic, you know, personality type where things go shit show. Most people are a combination of these, right. but the the third personality would be the adult, which you assume that I'm okay, the world is okay. When a mistake happens, we try to identify where the mistake happens. You handle everything perfectly and without bias. So nobody is there. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just like, just wait, making sure that we're m- all agreed. great <laughs> <laughs> magical <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> but when I when I so when I assess people, I try to I try to figure out where where they see the enemy. Like mm. what what do they internalize it? Because that is a like that seems like that would be a nice person to be around. Somebody who accepts all the blame. It is unpleasant no, as can be. Yeah. It's like somebody apologizing for everything over and over yeah. again, and that is just as likely because that's the person that is more likely to fall into these really bad habits, especially like eating disorders, stuff like that, because they're the, their own victim. Right. Uh, the opposite is also just as annoying, where mm. somebody just can't take responsibility. I think like I don't know someone mentioned something like I couldn't make it cuz of a drunk driving. Yeah. But it's not my fault. I I was in jail for, uh, for DUI TY, and you're like fuck. <laughs> like, the amount of narcissism in that <laughs> statement is just Obvious to everybody. So when I look for that, I'm trying to find as neutral a people as possible. And then if you can get them to change, I think that's a big part of yeah. this process is identifying that somebody is like, oh, they are blaming the external world. Let's see if we can get them to take responsibility for their actions. There's very good scenarios in a controlled environment where you can allow that to happen without any. Health threat. I mean, you might lose a client by doing it because nobody likes to be shown that kind of mirror. Right. But if they don't like that, then that's not the place for them.
2: Well, yeah, and I mean, and also there's been situations too where someone was someone was invited to train with a group that they do not normally train with, mm-hmm. as either as an example, um, and of <laughs> one end or the other. Okay. Um, and therefore, I, I've seen people who are normally have tr- have trouble self-motivating or quick to uh, my foot hurts, hold on a second or quick uh-huh. to find uh, an excuse to stop yeah or 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 will vocalize to the point where they become the center of attention. Uh. If you put someone who's better at that next to them, they will be the first person to be like it is so fucking annoying when that person keeps talking like I'm working, you shut your mouth and it's just like that's how everyone else feels <laughs> every other day. <laughs> But they, again, that mirror, mm. they they realize, at least for a day, that that is terrible behavior. And then perhaps the next day, when they start opening their mouth to complain, you accidentally <clears throat> refer to them by the wrong name. And they...
0: The name of the person. The name that, of the that person that they were hating the on previous, the, the, the previous, previous session. session and yeah.
2: all of a sudden, they get real quiet. <laughs> and they behave better. That's... That is masterful. <laughs> masterful well, human manipulation and, and, and I love it. Well, that again, that during the assessment, the uh, agreement is that that's what this is about. This is Yeah. You are agreeing to <laughs> let some to let me fuck with your life for a goal that we agree on. Mm-hmm. You tell me what the goal is. I might help you with that. And then the agreement is like I will do what is required to help you get to that point. And it might not include always being honest with you or
0: always being nice to you. And it might not include um, be exclusive. It surely isn't going to be <laughs> exclusive to picking up that barbell. No. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's like, like that'll be the least of it. Yeah.
2: And it's mm-hmm. it's the, the exercise is the shortest line to get someone in the emotional state that they need to be in to hear those things.
0: Yes. Pull that. Go what? more, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because because that's it. I mean, we've talked often about the the, the means being irrelevant. Yeah, whatever it is, and and it, and exercise just happens to. I think also it happens to be the easiest. Yeah, there's there's very little technical skill required. Well, it's it involves something that most people consciously or not avoid which is effort right and you know a sense of discomfort it also involves looking at a metaphorical mirror not the mirror at the globo gym yeah <laughs> and um and and, and so it, it's true it is a very short path to um you know the beginning of self-awareness let's say yeah yeah i mean and back. easy and 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 also because you know you can in a gym, you have an environment that you control. It's not all chaos completely, and and therefore it's even it, it's easier for some an external a person outside to facilitate that very short journey, um, yeah. because of the circumstances that that that, that could go with it, um, or that, that that allow that allow it to happen. Whereas in more sort of wild, less controlled sort of environments, it's it's a bit harder, um, and um, and other means require you know potentially this. Um, long learning process to develop the requisite technique that would allow them to even get on that path.
2: Oh, yeah. Like back to that initial story a uh, minute all out uh, and quitting two seconds before the finish line. Uh, again, like I am the first one to get into that discussion of like, hey, when else does this happen in your life? <laughs>
0: Like I call
1: it <laughs> letting off the gas. As going to say,
0: you get to stop two seconds before the event is over if you're Usain you Bolt. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you're not like, good your momentum enough. Momentum will carry you through to the end. Yeah. yeah, like you're not good enough to to live like
2: that. You're, you're yeah. not useful enough to the people around you to walk <laughs> around like that. Therefore, like you need to learn what it's like to emotionally be like I'm, I'm done, and to physically be like. Not yet. It is still the hardest thing in, I do in the gym is the last pull on a rower or the last pedal on a bike. When I see that I have one second left or one meter left, every part of me wants to coast. And every time I coast, I make it easier for myself to coast in other parts of my life. But also to
0: start coasting earlier.
2: To start coasting earlier and to coast more often because it's, it didn't, there's no negative of, there's no yeah there, like, there's no consequence like, so it and, would not have changed his minute all out if he much if he would have stayed pushing for two seconds especially at the speed he was moving and he wouldn't that have time. been
0: humiliated by the individual standing behind him right
1: and here is where i will criticize crossfit for the final and last time
0: i'm just joking i yeah, will do okay. it okay <laughs> I, I, I just wanted no, i was gonna make a red letter in my, my <laughs> notebook, <laughs> you can but, take a note on that okay um <laughs>
1: the the idea this this is like don't get me wrong i i actually really do like the sport mm-hmm. um the environment that it builds though is a very false one like it, it is it's like the cheerleading is funny to make fun of until you realize that they're they're ruining an opportunity for somebody to reflect accurately on themselves and that I, like if nobody was cheering you on, telling you good job or to go when you shouldn't go or didn't want to go, you are not regulating your effort by yourself and you're being rewarded for deregulating your, your activity or or taking your effort down a notch. And I see this all the time when I when – I, it's really easy on a bike to go – this is why we use it as a test. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes, go as hard as you can. The second you start to pull back your effort to conserve – in order to make it to the end, you have just identified with no other necessary equipment except for the computer in front of you that
0: your effort is dropping. Right. You can excuse it as whatever you want. But I just don't want their voices to be louder in my head right. than my own. That's <laughs> exactly. why I don't like people, you know, exactly. cheerleading yeah. during some kind of thing.
1: But when, it go, when the effort goes back up, you don't deserve to congratulate yourself. That is not a finish strong kind of person. I see the quit <laughs> happened at that point, and that's what
0: I want people to notice. And that uh, yeah, strong f- finishing fifteen seconds yeah. um, is is uh, is not to um, doesn't balance out the reduction in effort at six minutes yeah
1: you finish strong in the final minute but you quit three minutes in like
2: right. this this reminds me of something that we did and it's 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 technically based uh, which causes some trouble but it's using a death by mm-hmm. us and it's uh it was 25 ball slams 25 kettlebell swings mm-hmm. every two and a half minutes uh, and this is this is just a terrible terrible test because the way we opened it up is after warm-up it was look at the clock. Mm-hmm. You have 48 minutes left, whatever you have left. Grab a kettlebell and a slam ball. This is the work. It should take you the rest of the hour. Pick the appropriate weights. And that's where the discussion ends. Um, Ouch. For some. Oh, well, because a lot of people choose too heavy of a weight. Sure. They get five, six, seven rounds in, and all of a sudden... Gordon Gecko style.
0: Everything is terrible, <laughs> and
2: it's like, it's... you you're halfway there like and so they get crushed by that idea Mm. um and most people don't fail they orchestrate failure and so what will happen is the timer will turn over they'll walk around they'll drink water they'll do a few reps and they'll end two to five to ten reps short of what they needed to get to continue because they didn't want to continue and they knew it when the f- timer first rolled over, but they wanted to go down fighting. So they orchestrated that last round so they could, you know, die standing. And when we talk to those people afterwards, cause I mean, you know, the idea is after this workout, once you're done, go home. Yeah. If you finish in 10 minutes, go home and think about what you've done. And we're going to talk to you next time you come in about how this went. And the discussion is, is like, did you fail or did you not want to do it and not want to look like a failure? And so you performed failure and you performed like a winning, you know, an honest, like strong, God, I, just like, I almost did it. it. I just, yeah. I just barely one more swing. And it's like, no, you gave up 30 seconds into that orchestrated the fact that there was no way you were going to come back. And once you knew there was no possible way for you to succeed, then you started doing you the work, pulled the pin and yeah. you slammed your gas down and you, Oh, I, I almost had that last one. It's like, no. <laughs> and worse than that, if you believe that you almost had that one, you're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble outside of the gym.
1: So we, this is the um, quitting versus failure thing that yeah. we. <laughs> I have never done it. Oh, okay. I read it and was like, that sounds terrible. So we use we use a death by for the. And I'll, I'm I'm not trying to trick anybody when I give them so this is this is honestly a very easy way to have a very clear conversation with yourself and understand what you're doing Mm -hmm. because in the end rounds of something like a death by burpee um so we're talking about can't or won't right correct yeah yeah and identifying which which it is because in order to get into the further rounds you need to buy yourself into more pain right the
2: reward is you get to try again harder
1: yeah and at some point everybody quits like that i have only maybe witnessed one person actually fail and i can't say with 100 percent certainty that it was a failure right but given the look and the determination the rate of speed that they were going mm-hmm. i guess man that was a really fine line between right. that person failed getting into the next round but they would have eventually quit yeah or, or whatever happens because w- <laughs> let's say i'm on minute 20 going into 21 of the burpees which is a if you've ever done it that is the horrendous minute yeah. like depending on your body type it is very hard to move that quickly right after that workload Oh, completely um i believe you're at 120 something burpees or i can't remember how many but you're at a lot already yeah and then to to start picking up your pace and continue that thing you really have to at some point actually get faster than what you've been doing the entire time and you there's a moment where you're like everybody's uh, maybe people just don't like to be honest about this but there's a moment in my head where i go if i just slow down one second <laughs> yeah I won't make it, and then I can be done. Yeah, and no one's gonna tell me that I'm going like that I'm a piece of shit. I got like, to twenty one fucking minutes of this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Whatever number you get to, you're like, no, I've worked my ass off. Right. But now I'm literally having the conversation of I won't do it. This is not a can't thing. Cool. This is I'm, absolutely. I'm, and that energy that I just used to have that conversation means I, f- for sure, won't <laughs> do it. Yeah. Like, because it wasn't, if I'm free. Right. <laughs> that yeah, that cost me the rep. Yeah. Um,
0: this is actually, I've been working on rewriting the weakness article um, for uh, the new website. And, uh, and in that particular article, it's, there was a conversation that happened between the three of us, it, which is kind of funny that uh, I started working on this last week and, and then realized, like, wow, Berkey's going to be here. <laughs> um, uh, but the, in that six-hour mountain bike race. Oh, it was like, I knew <laughs> yeah. that if I missed, like, if I got the lap done in five hours and 30 minutes, I, I was, I would be rewarded right. with another, the opportunity to start another lap. Right. And then, uh, and so of course I, I intentionally missed the the five hour, 30 minute thing by 26 or three seconds or six seconds or something. Uh-huh. I mean, it was just a ridiculous um, I had to miss it by enough so that I didn't accidentally hit it. Right, you right, know, right, yeah. Going over the line, but I'm looking at the computer on my bike or something just to make absolutely yeah. sure that I don't have to, I mean, I've already lapped the field, so it doesn't matter, yeah. but I, that I don't have to go out and do another one. Michael's texting with Joel Holmes, like, if he makes it <laughs> in under <laughs> five hours thirty, he will be rewarded with a seventh lap. Oh. You know, already, like, but, and there I was <laughs> okay. orchestrating yeah. failure, failure. Yeah. because I I wasn't I, I mean i'm pretty sure i could have I, I might not i wouldn't have finished the additional lap in the you know remaining time right but um but i just didn't even want to start i'm like yeah. i'm i'm driving i'm going to be riding my bicycle past the car yeah <laughs> I, with
1: me waving yeah.
0: <laughs> I, you know, what do you need do you need anything are you headed back out and fuck no man yeah. I need you to help me off this yeah. so
2: before I fall over <laughs> new fucking legs I believe that's what you needed yeah,
1: new everything <laughs> like yeah. I at that point I I, I mean I, it makes me really sad that I like but also hopeful that somebody can see that part of a person and know mm. like uh, that I quit like yeah. a lot of fucking things that I do I try not to right But eventually I quit almost everything that I do, no matter what the effort is, no matter how uh, I can brag about the effort later or
0: whatever. And I think if we are all honest, Mm. we all quit.
2: Right. And and the thing I love is to try and understand what about the scenario makes me quit. And what about the scenario can I control so that maybe I don't... um, it was another podcast uh polar ben ben oh uh, ben saunders yes uh going down to uh the south pole and back Mm -hmm. and he talks about how it was planned that they camped a mile from the south pole yeah walked there shook hands with scientists took a picture at the south pole for his mom and left they were offered to come in, sit down, take a shower, and his comment was "No, fucking way." Because if I go, he's, I haven't sat in a chair in six weeks, yeah, like or however long it had been. He's like, he had changed his underwear twice in the three months, and he's like, "I'm not going and taking a shower and having a hot cup of tea because I will never leave." Yeah, <laughs> and his comment about endurance was that it's be- a, a big part of endurance is understanding what you cannot endure. And going around it yes mm. um that it was a shorter uh it was less energy for him to just not rest than it would have been to go in there and leave yeah, yeah. The,
0: the psychological cost of like um eating the pancakes with maple syrup <laughs> and then turning around and going going you know skiing just three more months or whatever yeah. it was yeah however many more weeks to get back yeah. to I um, think that, that the edge of the ice that, is.
1: that seems to be a fairly well round like a well known occurrence and I think it has a lot to do with expectations but when, when I it brings to mind when people watch like the Barkley Marathon right. documentary when people are like oh it must be so hard when they're you know, yeah 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 like that fucking terrain is shitty oh. but the hardest part like no matter who <laughs> you are is when you're back off of your one it lap so and malicious. you have an opportunity to change your shoes and eat yeah. some food and sit down that, to me, I go, I, I don't know if I could do that. Like, that would break me. Yeah. Sitting down and feeling what it feels like to take the shoes off and being like, guess
2: what? Where's you, that fucking you could, bell?
1: You could not hurt. <laughs> and
2: it's going <gonna laughs> to feel gonna like this, this yeah. no, but, but the, forever.
0: But the funny thing is, y- you will hurt. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and we'll, you will hurt more because you will we'll, not be moving. Yeah. But but in that moment, you yeah. like, okay, that the hurt is going to accumulate no matter what, whether I'm sitting here... With someone washing my feet for me, right? Or whether I'm actually back out there now. Now, what happens? The the amount of hurt that eventually happens after I go back out there. The emotional me, pain. Well, yeah, <laughs> is, is another thing. But but the but I th- I, I think the, the the that seduction of the mo- the opportunity to quit is so beautiful. It's so siren like. Like it's so beautiful, but your ego will hit those rocks well. <sighs> if. If if you go if you defy the siren you mm-hmm. put the wax in your ears and you go back out, yeah you you you, well you you might hit the rocks in a different way. You're gonna wash up on the beach. You're yeah. not gonna like smash your ship well, on the rocks. I guess might be the metaphor. But, <laughs> uh, but this this
2: actually reminds me of something that you wrote years ago, and framing is is what is so important. And it was I think it was in reference to bike racing, and that while riding, just knowing that like if you stop pedaling there's a car behind you with blankets and hot cocoa. And all you have to do is stop committing to pain. Just coast off to the side of the road and someone will load your bike into the van for them. I think that but,
1: but the, the thing is... That was is, a hypothermic <laughs> yeah. misjudgment
2: well, during the, the race. The thing is, is back to psychological costs. If you can do that and then you, you're the guy who gave in to quitting yeah and if you've never done it before fuck it <laughs> like because people always say that um oh well you do this all the time so it's easy for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. just like no it hurts <laughs> the thing is is i have like on one one it's i just might have more riding on it than you yeah like my identity is tied into doing uncomfortable shit uh is to <laughs> And I've screwed up in it before, but my identity is very tied up in doing the right thing, regardless of the
1: cost. Here's where it gets really bad. When you,
0: (laughs) as as if that wasn't bad enough, when
1: when your identity is all tied up into I have been sitting on some sort of soapbox talking about effort and quitting and bad humans and all this shit. And I go through the same conversations, and I fight them like right. anybody else does. And sometimes the effort is good, and sometimes it is poor. Right. Um, I always, <laughs> the hard part, or when it gets bad, is when you can't identify whether you quit or not. Oh, yeah. And that, and then you think about it, and that pain is worse than any pain. I promise that a and rower or whatever bullshit implement you put in front of you,
2: well, and and in remembering while you're you know, whatever, while you're doing this, the fitness Mm -hmm. and uncomfortable that what giving into feeling physically better at the moment, like, what is the cost of that? Uh,
1: (laughs) Exponentially worse. Yeah. And so you're not daddy problems.
2: (laughs) You are making, uh, you're, you're making the wise decision then Mm -hmm. to continue to make yourself uncomfortable physically. And like, it's this interesting practice of trying to understand what you value. And confront what you value and using the gym as a tool to understand there are things that I value more than my immediate comfort. Um, Is it what I look like, you know, in the eyes of a friend? Is it what I look like in the eyes of a potential mate? Mm -hmm. Is it, uh, you know, status, whatever it is. Um, it's, it's
1: realizing that physical I can't pain. Use Aaron Cause she's like a fucking robot when yeah. she does things
2: like using physical pain. Uh, it, 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 it's not as scary as some of these other things. Oh yeah. And to, to realize that there are many other very wildly uncomfortable <laughs> things that we are forced to do that hurt and are God you want to avoid.
1: So last September, we had a, a last competition that I did, um, in france so it was quite an effort to get there and compete mm. and i had held first place for the first two days and i was tied for first on the very last event i had a torn quad i had a really fucked up back and pretty much nothing felt good um but uh, the event matched something that i'm probably very good at it included an assault bike and an air assault runner so i was pretty confident that i could you know pull out the win on the last event on the last event yeah. right and i knew as long as i got through this squat portion which what i which what i was afraid of i knew i would win because he that kid isn't going to outrun me and so <laughs> i i like kind of smiled before and i was like i'm gonna hurt myself like it's gonna (laughs) fucking hurt really bad and it made me like tingle i was like Mm. this is this is what we come for like this is the exact moment this is why i do what i do it's not because i like working out and i like gyms it's because of these moments that you can feel where you get to ride that line of like you get to hurt people's feelings yeah you get to hurt yourself (laughs) and so we came out of the gate everybody's real hot because it's the last one everybody wants it to be done um, I got a little bit behind, caught up through the third round, which was the last round. I finished the squats ahead of him, and I I knew it, had it, everything. Got on the runner, and I could not go, oh. and I cannot decide. So I lost by three seconds, right. and he took the win, the overall. I can't to this day understand whether I quit or whether I literally just had nothing. Right. Like I. I or, or you had already decided. Or if yeah, if won. I thought se- Or or yeah, was it complacency? Like was I was I totally yeah. sold on my own ability that mm. I totally and in the moment. I mean, I don't think it was that because it's about a forty-five second run, and I about fifteen seconds in, we were both on it. And I could see his pace was faster than mine right. and I could not physically go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that, it, maybe it's some weird subconscious thing, but I've had to deal with that since September. I'll wake up sometimes and be like, yeah, I don't know if I quit or not. <laughs> like, I don't, it's still wow. fucking with me, which is why I haven't written about it. I haven't like been able to articulate what the actual event was like, other than like, you know, talking about the injuries that, it, that would excuse my quitting. And so, when you say like, what what's the the cost of it? Uh, nine months of fucking hating yourself <laughs> because I can't, I could have, I could have, no one would ever like be like, oh, you got second place, you fucking loser. Especially on a torn quad, especially on, like it was a grade two tear. This is like no, this is right. just me holding a an injury. Uh, and then I think back about what I used to do to people on a rower when when they would give up, mm-hmm. like on the 2K row. Right. And I would say, hey, just stop and then walk away and they would look at me like what in the fuck like no i can finish i'm like yeah but just quit like just quit so that it stings really bad tonight and that way when you come back it's here and you can finish it that reminded me
2: (laughs) i used to do i uh, well this will this could touch back to standards but 300 fy Mm mm-hmm I could never get it. I was 276, 278 oh, that's consistent. She, that's what OPT got. And <laughs> just couldn't, couldn't do it. And so- There's I, an algorithm for that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, had a, I had a moment where I you know, had to sit down and be like, what's not working? And the thing was, is I knew I wasn't a fucking quitter. And so even though six minutes in, I knew I wasn't going to hit 300. There's no way I was going to fucking mm-hmm. quit. So I'd push into You'd the 10 minute past at, the last Yeah, four and I'd too. be like, well, at least, you know, and in my head there was this little bit of pride that said, well, at least you didn't quit. You know, you got the participation medal. And so I was like, that's keeping me from getting any better. So 30 calories a minute. And so I did, I do uh, 15 minutes a day mm-hmm. at 30 calories a minute started minute on Mm -hmm. minute off when that became easy minute on 30 seconds off or two minutes on i would i would keep breaking it up Mm -hmm. and i would keep accumulating more time at pace if i ever failed bike goes away walk home you're kicked out of the gym you're done training today
0: Mm -hmm. you kick yourself out of your own gym yes awesome (laughs) (laughs) there was a bad day and
2: i got like the second round done and i failed it and i didn't fail it by like miscalculating my pace i it, it wasn't there. I was
0: having a tantrum. So you tell the clients you're like, I. I, I gotta go. I, I gotta go. I, I'll I just. I'll be myself. back, like, but I'm kicking my. I, I just got kicked out. Yeah. I, just, I gotta walk home, touch well, the kitchen table, think and about then what you walk done. back. Doesn't he own <laughs> this place? You're like, hey, I
1: think he just kicked himself out.
2: <laughs> well, and, and and the thing was is I I was. And it worked. Yeah. Didn't it? And it, was it powerful. I, I went. <laughs> I went. Came out to Salt Lake City and I did 307 calories without a warm up and was like, oh.
0: Yeah, like that was really, hard yeah. but like i walked off the bike and walked well, around a little bit the, the reason that it, it it wasn't that hard is because you do it all the time i mean <laughs> come on well, like at, seriously <laughs> and, and
2: and again the, it's the realization that my measurements for success i had a i had one that i had not admitted and that was well i'm not a quitter therefore as long as i don't quit I won. And so. Right. So
0: that, but that's develops out of something in that, you know, whatever in the, in the past where you were a quitter. Yes. And so by successfully sort of defeating that particular demon, um, you know, the hardest thing really is to achieve a goal. Yeah. Not because it's difficult to achieve, but because what's next, because then you have to move on. And so you, you, you rectified the condition of being a quitter but you didn't, but you stopped there. Yeah, And you just kept repeating and demonstrating over and over again that you're not a quitter. And that kept you from becoming a performer.
2: We, we Or we, a better, we, higher performer. We mentioned a quote from a book today and a different one is coming up right now. And okay. that is do, uh, something about the, the fallacy of 20 years experience when you've had one year of experience 20, 20 times. times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and to realize that, you know, it's the person who teaches who's, you know, it's the permanent white belt who teaches other white belts to the, the first year of training and then teaches a new crop the first year of training. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's possible to teach someone who you are days ahead of, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily an expert. You might be. A, you have to a, stay an, days ahead of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, and the, Back to, don't be lazy, don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Recognize that in not being lazy, you probably made yourself stupid. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: like it's 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 a... Or being, by becoming fixated on this one particular characteristic, you blind yourself to the others, which w- may be equally limiting. Clay Enos and
2: I talked about the fitness continuum in the sense of initially the uh, mixer board. Yes. And then it turned more into a topple map. And the idea <laughs> of you build up one pillar and it bleeds into all these other areas and you only have so much sand to move around. And the aspect of like as you fixate on one thing, you get it but at cost and yeah. y- it's it's irrational to believe that it's not going to influence other things. Oh and man.
1: You get into the topology and like <laughs> that whole cellular automata bullshit, which Whoa. is, which is, I really like where you're going with this, but that kind of, well, I'm it
2: Again, it's back to understand, like you said that, you fixated on a problem that you knew how to solve. And because you knew how to solve it, it all of a sudden is the most important problem and sometimes the only problem because it's the only problem that I can solve without confronting the things that I'm really bad at. Yeah, I could pat myself on the back every day no matter how much I screwed up because I showed up and I stayed. And now when I first started training, that was what I needed. It didn't fucking matter
0: what I did in the gym. It mattered that I showed up. I had this discussion at some point, some, I mean, many years ago with, with Nate pack and, uh-huh. and he had um, actually identified a characteristic within himself where he readily admitted. He said, you know, sometimes I just hide inside the hard work. Yeah. Like uh-huh. no one would look at me and think I'm not going hard. Cause he's fucking covered with you yeah. know sweat and snot and, you know, and he's whatever. Playing, he's, on he's 500 like, fucking Watts. Yeah. Whatever, yeah like, you know, con- continuously. And, and so he's, so he's hiding and he's hiding from improvement within the hard work. Like the fact of the hard work is the thing that prevented him from achieving this goal that we had declared, you know, three or four months earlier. Um, because, there, and and it's not even because there was, you know, he was in a gym setting and there was an audience, right? It was, it was not performance oh. art, you know, it, it uh, as motivation. But, um, but that level of intensity had, taken him from being a guy who weighed 300 pounds and drank 120 ounces of soda a day Mm. to being a really capable bike racer who won the logan to jackson race out of the citizen category basically doing a 200 mile time trial on his own so and uh, you know among other things but um but where he had arrived at having done all of that hard work um he could never he wasn't going to get out of without um giving up the uh his attachment to the to the hard part of it
2: one of my closest friends uh, i've known her since she was 16 she was training at the gym um she would come in twice a day work herself into the nastiest mess um and we had a talk uh she had recently had a kid she was i think it was when she recently had a kid she had changed jobs she was at a loss she wasn't sure where she wanted to go in her life and so she came to the gym and
0: beat Just the crap out of herself yeah.
2: and then went home and fell asleep and then did it the next day. And I had a, I, I, I love her and I care about her and I kicked her out of the gym because she was not fixing anything. The gym was, like you said, it was hiding behind hard work because at that point no one would tell her that she's not working hard. No one would tell her that she's not like
0: amazing. And if hard work is the only standard we revere, then we're never going to progress beyond <laughs> the you know hard work or the appearance of hard work. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and so like hard work you said this before hard work is the uh, we expect it. It's
1: what we start with. Well yeah, yeah. And that that I, it's really it's the first thing the second place says is but I worked so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're like, and you're like I know it's really hard you have to do a lot of hard work to get second place. <laughs> Otherwise, if you did less hard work, it would be third place. But actually, <laughs> luck in being honest in like having honest conversations with yourself is the way to lead to the best performances, whether they're in the gym or not. Like this, this honesty question of like how honest are you with yourself? Because there is there there's that extreme honesty where it's unhelpful, right. <laughs> and then there's the level that will help you like answer very difficult questions because I can always say that I work hard. Like, fuck, I show up every day. I put my head down. I hashtag grind. I, I do all the things that people expect me to do. Pound grind. I pound grind. <laughs> <laughs> I octothorpe grind. Yeah, there we I, I, I think that, that's, I've been trying to get at this for a couple different episodes about like, Oh, you just got to work hard. And you're like, yeah, kind of
0: like, <laughs> Well, that's going to be super effective if up until now you've been a lazy piece of shit.
1: Right. Right. I, and I would say if the hard, if hard work includes being honest, then yes, hard work is the answer.
0: Oh. And if hard conversations <laughs> are included then yeah, you know, then then hard is it's a good thing. Let the work begin. I, you know, actually the work is some hard work is about to begin out in the gym. So it's going to get a little bit noisy in here and uh, I think is a natural conclusion right now, but this to be um, continued, to be continued. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Berkey. It's wonderful to see you. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks,
1: man.